0: Hi there, my name is Amanda Poole-Walsh and I'm the founder of Astrology Hub. And I'm astrologer Stormy Grace. And we're here for your weekly forecast for the week beginning September 30th. But before we dive in, I just wanted to make sure you all know that we have a new segment on this show where we are answering your real life questions looking at your astrology chart. So if you have something burning on your heart, something about your career, your relationships, your finances, you know, whatever, your health, anything that's happening in your life that you would love some insight on from an incredible astrologer, Stormy Grace, you can submit your question to us and then we are collecting the questions, we're selecting questions from all of you and then we're inviting some of you onto the show so you can ask your question live and we can answer and have a little dialogue around it. And so far, this segment is like my new favorite thing. It's so much fun. Stormy really, really shines in this capacity. And we would love to help you and to meet you. So if you would like to submit a question to us, you can go to astrologyhub.com slash ask. That's astrologyhub.com slash ask. We have a little form there for you. You can just fill it on out and we will let you know if your question is selected. All right, Stormy, can we talk about the theme for this week? What is up? What are we working with?
1: Absolutely. This week, it's really interesting. We work with a nice mixed bag of aspects that are happening up in the sky. We've got some sign changes happening as well, and we've also got our big daddy planet Pluto changing direction. So this week, is an interesting week. And the question I ask, and I put it as part of our theme, is just, what have you been awakened to over this last five months? And where are you going to practice staying awake this week? Because we've got a lot of movement happening up there.
0: Okay. I have a song suggestion. (laughs) As you were saying that, I was like, oh, we could listen, and I don't know if you like or don't like Katy Perry, but that one song, I'm Wide Awake, seems like a good song to have on your playlist this week just to
1: stay awake, right? Absolutely. I mean, because so much is happening this week that just you're going to look around and go, oh, wow, that happened. So you're awakened to it. And now the goal is through the rest of September and as we move through October, stay awake so that you can watch the evolution happen. It's the evolution of your life. It's very exciting.
0: Mm, Love it. All right. So let's start with September 30th,
1: Monday, today. Absolutely. Let's jump in. So, Venus is going to start us off in a square to Pluto. Now, this is the last time that they are going to do this for the year, and that's great. But what it does is it brings our attention to not only issues where there might be control problems, but specifically around things in our relationships and around things in our finances. And more specifically, not just any old flat out their relationships, their existing relationships. What challenges do we have going on here? We have buried fears that are creating insecurity in some way, shape, or form. And even if your relationships are just peachy, they're just good to go, you know, life is good and all of that, just know that in your relationship dynamics to either people or finances or the things that you value, um, the relationship dynamics are up for some transformation. So, my question just right away on Monday is. What have you been awakened to already? What are the patterns that you're seeing in your life with your relationships and your finances? What's happening for you right there? Now, as we roll around into Tuesday, the moon is going to be there in Scorpio, and we're also going to see an influence of this same kind of moon and energy on Friday, on the 4th. So what we're doing here is, first of all, we're in the first quarter of the moon in that portion of the cycle. So it's a very um, achievement-oriented energy, right? Um, so, in the first quarter, we're seeing themes start to present themselves. And remember, I just asked you on Monday, what are some of your uh, themes that are happening? The emotions are starting to build for you. This is coupled with recognizing what you've been awakened to, and you're ready to make some new beginnings. And the beginnings that you're going for here, because this is moon energy, have to do with your personal security. And it's personal security for the long haul. So, what's interesting about this at this point in this moon phase as well? is that obstacles literally present themselves to you. They come up and you're like, where did that come from? Or they're just so in your face that you have to start taking action. You're awake now. What's the new action for this obstacle that's presented itself? Or what are the adjustments that you need to make to see how to integrate a better solution? So it's action time as we're here um, just on Tuesday. We get to Wednesday, and this is a big deal. Pluto is coming out of retrograde. It's going to be direct energy for the last five months. In retrograde energy, we've been running to the past, right? We've been looking at and reviewing our deepest desires, the things that we want, where we want to die off so that we can live differently, have that transformation, very much so that phoenix kind of energy. And this is about freeing ourselves from old beliefs, old behaviors, old situations, But now we are awakened. We are awakened to a readiness to walk forward towards what exactly we wanted, right? We've been in that Phoenix phase, you guys, for five months. We've been looking at exactly where we want to die off and transform so we can live more fully and more free, free of guilt, free of shame, free of debt, (laughs) free of fear. And now we've got this energy um, to move us forward. Stormy, I love that you
0: just said free of debt. Can I have a moment of celebration with you all? Because I literally just paid off my student loan, which I've had for like 20 years. Like I literally just paid it off like last week. And there's this, oh my gosh, it feels like, you know, like if you weed a garden, you know, all of a sudden things can grow and the light can hit new, new areas of the plants that are there. And that's how it feels. So I I think for all of you, you know, this is a moment to celebrate those things that you've been able to let go of. Because like Stormy said, for the last five months, you have been, you have been shedding things. You have been weeding your garden, you know, however you want to think about it, transforming. So taking a moment as Pluto is going direct to think about, you know, and, and celebrate, you know, I know I say this a lot on this podcast, but if we don't do that, we don't, we miss the opportunity to really solidify that change, you know, to, to, to make it really, um, crystallized in our consciousness. So take that moment to do an inventory on the last five months of the things that you have been able to shed and what, space you've created for an entirely new reality for yourself.
1: It's brilliant. It's beautiful. I mean, when we stay in these situations where we're just controlled or we feel controlled, but it's imposed by guilt or shame or any of those things, we've had a chance to break free from them. And that's a completely different set of actions. We move different. We move with a sense of freedom and we're in autumn. We're looking at all of these things and doing that inventory, just like you said, so that we can be at peace with our past and have freedom moving forward.
0: You know, and it's kind of like, I always think of like donning different mantles, right? Like it's almost like you put a different crown on your head as you move through different phases of life. So when you take that moment to celebrate what you've let go of and who you've become in the last five months, even... Imagine that you're putting on a new cloak. Maybe it's a cloak for you, maybe it's a crown for you, maybe it's a new staff. I don't know. You could have totally different archetypes that you're working with, but you know, using the power of your imagination to, to assume a different posture or a different stance that incorporates the new you in a new way. So, you know, I again, we're gonna create a way, you guys, for for you to give us feedback and for us to have a little bit more of a dialogue around these things. Um, on the website, which is going to be coming soon. But in the meantime, just think about this on your own and just know in the future, we're going to get to actually have some discussion around these things because Stormy and I both would love to engage with you more personally. But okay, so let's, we got that Pluto going direct. This is a big one. Let's talk about what happens next in the week.
1: So when we move into the third, um, this is a really brilliant energy because Mercury, our communication energy, our decision-making of the mind, how we study, how we do all of these things enters into the energy of Scorpio. So what this season becomes about in our minds and in the way that we communicate is this is the deepest evaluation we've got going for us, right? And we're going to consider any place that we have joint connections, people, places and things, you know, my relationships, my finances. all. And the question is here. Here's your, your Wednesday question is, are you using your own mind? Are you thinking with your own mind? What is controlling your thoughts? What's driving you, right? Where have you been awakened to the answers to these things? Because what happens is we sometimes we find out that, oh, I'm not doing this because this is what I really enjoy doing. I'm doing this because I have some fill in the blank connection to whatever. And it drives me to do this because I believe that's what's right. And maybe that is not what's right for you here in our relationships, right? Are you just getting on board? Do you have maybe some people pleasing going on? Or are you just trying to not make waves? Even if your relationship is good, are you using your own mind? This is a very big question as Mercury is here in Scorpio and um Mercury's not going to just be here for some cute three weeks, right? He's going to be here for nine weeks, honey. So you have some evaluation to do. We also have Mars moving into Libra. So how great is this? You're told to look over. Are you using your own mind? What's your own communication situation? And then Mars, our action planet, moves into Libra. Now Mars is in detriment in Libra. He doesn't necessarily enjoy being over here because Mars wants to move singly. But in Libra, we move as a partnership, right? So this brings out actions and desires and things that are happening within our relationships, they come to the surface and they help us to look at our people connection. Are we thriving here? With Mars and Libra, we will literally be doing people. We are peopling. We are looking at how we are peopling. We are looking at our own individuality in our partnerships, right? So, Mars can't just go around being himself here and do it all himself. So, my question to you is where is your identity standing individually in your connections with people or groups? Where are just you? Is it too much just you? Is it you're absorbed in the group? Where are you in your groupings and with your people? Mm, I
0: love that, Stormy. One of the things we did with Adam Gainsburg when he was our inner circle guide was we practiced looking at how we, it's almost like, and maybe you guys can relate with this. It's like you, you're in a group, let's say you're in a social setting or you're even one-on-one with someone and you find yourself like leaving your body and, and like energetically leaning into the other person. And just one of the, the, the exercises we did was noticing when we did that and then practicing pulling that energy back into yourself. So you can be with someone, but still be energetically in yourself or in your body. Does that make sense? Like, can you follow what I'm saying? Mm
2: -hmm. I can.
0: Yeah. So it's basically, you know, practicing that. And I think that's what you're talking about here. Where is it too much you? Where is it not enough you? Where, you know, where are you leaning your energy? And then once you do lean that energy, it's not bad necessarily, but how do you pull it back in? Like, do you have a little ritual where you like come back to yourself and, and, you know, allow yourself to be, thinking and being and feeling within your own body. So it sounds like lots of opportunity to practice that.
1: Yeah, you absolutely will have that. And especially as we blow into the weekend, the moon moves into Capricorn and we start to come into this second quarter half moon phase. And again, this phase of the moon asks us to stay awake here, right? So you're thinking, your thinking cap is on, your observation of yourself is on. And now what's gonna happen, right? Cause you know, like as soon as you decide you're gonna go on a budget, everything goes on sale. Right, like all the stuff you like goes on sale. Right, and that's what happens as we roll into the to the weekend. Right, you've been awake all week, and you're serious, and you're you're, the moon is in Capricorn. You're ready to be mature and responsible. And then all these distractions from the outside world start to press in. They start to want to take your attention. They want to want you to focus on other things, not getting more responsible, not being well here, not using your um, awakening. Right. So what's going to happen? is instead of getting on board with the new sale that's going on, use your skills of analysis right now. Reevaluate various things that you're dealing with because this is the time to process your information. Integrate things that you're seeing and then reorganize it. Get ready to make your, your plans for your next move. Get a strategy in place. Who needs to be with you? Which people are walking with you? Which people are not? And it's amazing that you share that example that you were talking about because Something I got to see just here recently is I meet with um, a, a woman every week, right? We meet every week, same time, same place, same day. Not freaking once has she been on time. Not once, right? But once we're there, we're completely engaged, right? So finally, we just had to have that conversation. And it is exactly what we're looking at this week. What is your part in the we? And maybe where do you need to readjust or reorganize? Or are you the person showing up early, staying super late, and super taking care of everything? Maybe that's not a part of your next move and your next strategy. During this phase of the moon, you want to synthesize the things that you're learning and get ready for a practical plan with something else.
0: Stormy, I love how you say maybe that's not part of your strategy moving forward. That's such a conscious way to be living. Like, Hey, you know, what are, what are my goals? What, where am I going? And is what I'm doing aligned with that quote unquote strategy for my life? You know, one of the things that when you were talking about, you create a budget and then everything goes on sale. I love fall. And for me, like fall decor, and we've talked about this on the show is like the best, right? So the girls and I were in TJ Maxx (laughs) and the only thing we went in there for was one fall candle just what, but I knew everything fall was going to be yelling at me. So I said to the girls, I said, you need to save me from me because I'm going to want all that fall stuff because it's just so cute and it makes me so happy. So we went in and I'm like, okay, we need to have a strategy. We're going to go in, we're going to get the candle and we're going to get out, you know, as fast as possible. So sometimes we have to put strategies in place to save ourselves from ourselves. And it's one of the things I love about astrology because you all already know, you've already gotten the heads up that this weekend, there's going to be a tendency for that. There's going to be a tendency for you to potentially get, you know, lured back to sleep and pulled away from the things that you really deeply value and care about or else you never would have set those goals or gone on that path, right? At some point, you really valued those things. So, um, you know, having a strategy... To save you from you is not a bad idea.
1: No, it's not at all. And there are some helpers throughout the weekend. You know, we've got um, a sextile between um, Neptune and the moon, and that is helpful. It helps you to trust your intuition, right, but also have the determination to get done what you're getting done. So you put a strategy in place to let your, your people help you. So, you know, trust. That even though it all looks good and it's shiny, you do have a mission that you were trying to stick to. And it's because you're awake. You know that you want something else, even if your head is not quite on board. Your spirit is driving the bus, okay? So as we get to Sunday, we've got Mercury in an opposition to Uranus. Now, I always like to talk about this because it can bring anxiety. So if you struggle with mental issues or you struggle with, if you are a highly mutable sign anxiety is a thing for you. So I just want to tell you straight out the bat, it doesn't last, okay? This doesn't last. This is not long-term or anything like that. It's going to move on, okay? But it can bring a fair amount of anxiety to the table. Now, where it mostly comes from, though, is your thinking. You're sped up, right? You've been saving yourself from TJ Maxx or anything else that's been happening, right? And so you've kind of got this like genius level of crazy going on or new information is coming your way. So you can even just feel scattered because there's so much information available to you. And what I can tell you is that while you're all scattered, this is not the best time to run out and sign a contract or have these heavy negotiations, or do things that require a heavy amount of concentration for you, right? Sunday, like, give yourself a break. Instead, I would suggest kind of try and go with the flow. What Sunday is phenomenal for is listening. Be the best listener ever on Sunday because the information you need is flowing around you. It's presenting itself, and if you go searching for it, you could actually put yourself in a position where maybe you put your foot in your mouth or you just just be a very brilliant listener and enjoy the buzz around you on Sunday. And I will tell you too, when Mercury and Uranus come dancing together in any kind of aspect, you got to watch your um, electronic devices because they may be feeling just as frazzled as you are on that day. But again, this energy, it, it passes. And new content, new information is coming to you to use in your awakened state. So it's still useful.
0: Amazing. All right, Stormy, let's do a little recap for the week for you all. The theme, and you I love how you you actually come back to this theme a lot throughout the week, and I really like that because we're just emphasizing, stay awake, stay awake, stay awake. If you need to listen to the Katy Perry song, I'm Wide Awake, on repeat, do it. Whatever you can do to help yourself stay awake, okay? So that's the theme for the week. Number two, we are in that first quarter moon phase, so the energy is building, this is about taking action towards your goals and dreams and visions. And you're also going to be faced with some obstacles. So just notice those. Know it's just part of the game. It's not like, oh, no, why is this happening? Maybe this means this. I shouldn't be going in this direction. It's like, no, it's part of what happens. It's, it's, it's part of the awareness that you have in this phase that allows you to let go of those things or overcome those obstacles. So just be looking out for that. Number three, this is big. Pluto is coming out of retrograde. This is our opportunity to take some stock. What did you shed? What did you uncover? What died? What aspect of you died? And what is being transformed in you? And how can you really um, you know, pour, sort of put that stake in the, stand, in the sand and go, this happened, I'm letting go of these things, and now I'm ready to move forward, okay? And then number four, this weekend, just be aware of the many potential distractions, the buzzy kind of energy, the things that might take you out of yourself. Uh, If you need to create some strategies, save yourself from yourself, highly recommended. And that's basically the week. I mean, it
1: sounds like a really, really dynamic week. Yeah? Yeah, it is. It's definitely, I mean, when we get a week that has this many kind of mixed bag of aspects, it's like, okay, you're going to take this week day by day for sure, right, which is the only way we can live anyways, but sometimes it's a little bit more apparent, but ultimately the goal is just stay awake and stay in appropriate participation for where you're trying to go. Yeah, I love it, Stormy. Also think
0: about the other things that help you stay awake. Like when I think of that, I'm like gosh, okay, yoga really helps me stay awake. Meditation helps me stay awake. Going on walks in nature helps me stay awake. Like there's and there's certain things I know I can do that definitely like do the opposite. So maybe take a little bit of time to think about what it is that you can do proactively to stay awake. And yeah, everyone would be different on that.
1: Yeah. And I think if you pay attention to whether you are awake or asleep in your relationships or your finances, you're going to find out a lot of information this week because, you know, especially long-term relationships, are you asleep at the wheel of your life? And this other person is like, I kind of wish you liked me a little bit more. Are you creating that? Is that happening on the other side? So once you're awake, just try and stay there because you'll get all the information you need. It's pretty
0: good. Yeah. Well, and go easy on yourself. I don't think any of us
1: are awake 100% of the time. I mean, like, Ugh. I'm like narcoleptic, I swear. I'm like, <laughs> I just kind of nod out in my life. I don't even mean to. You know what I mean? It's just a human thing. I'm over here trying to be a spiritual flower and I just like will nod off in the middle of am like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, Totally. You know what I, I think? Sometimes
0: it's a little bit of a protection mechanism. Like I think we kind of have to. Like it, we we might just like fry out if we were <laughs> awake 100% of the time. It's like yeah, all circuits would just you know just disintegrate. So it's okay, you know. And that's why we have each other. That's what we do. All of us do for each other is we go, hey, remember, wake up, you know. Okay, you guys, so stick around because we're going to have that new segment that we just talked about. It's going to be coming up next. We're going to be bringing on an audience member answering a real life question. I love this part because you get to see astrology in action. So stick around and that will be coming up next. All right, so now we get to go into our Q&A segment and we are featuring another Inner Circle member here today, Beck Halfrath who is calling us from Sebastopol, California and she has been an inner circle member for about 4 or 5 months. Uh,
2: Beck, we are so thrilled to have you here today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's it's truly it's an honor to be in the presence of all of you. Oh, <laughs> so sweet. All right. So tell us what is the burning
0: question on your heart that you'd love Stormy to look at your chart for.
2: So, uh, the burning question on uh, my heart today, is um, what are the best ways that I can work with and navigate my Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in Capricorn at 23 and 27 degrees in my fourth house, especially now given my age and my swiftly approaching second Saturn return during this active Pluto-Saturn conjunction time. Ah! No. No.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I pretty much think that that's probably what it's felt like for a little bit, right? Like kind of just hold on for dear life for a minute and that's okay, right? Like that's been a little bit of what, what the energy is because natally you've got this particular placement sitting together and working together and Jupiter says go, Saturn says stop. So it's always interesting to have them together um, anyways. So what's always I think been very important for you or something that you've desired is to have a very well-defined career path whether or not that has always worked itself out that will become a big thing for you coming up here very quickly with not only the Saturn return but having the Saturn Pluto alignments in transit right now what it represents for all of us is this need for cyclical change to all of the structures of our life but that comes with a very big reality check right Because it's kind of a deep down change where something's got to really die off, honestly, right? A structure or belief or um, in your particular case, Beck, um, one of the things I was thinking about as I was looking at your chart is there seems to be um, a connection with maybe a heavier male energy or a heavier authoritative idea that is dying off and you will not take it into the second half of of your life, your new chapter when the Saturn return happens. But what it looks like right now with some of that coming around and everybody getting ready to kind of collide and come together is that you are psychologically ready to not be connected to that heavier idea of what you should have been like, what it should have looked like. There is a very heavy male presence to that. So whether that is an actual person or that is an idea that maybe even an idea that you imposed on yourself Um, That's been pretty heavy up to this point and you have not met that expectation or at least that's what it felt like in your head. And now you're getting ready to, to not want that anymore, especially in a very foundational way. This probably came along, I would look back to maybe 25. What was the idea started right then at 25, even before your first Saturn return that you've continued to carry until now about what life was supposed to be? and who you were supposed to be, to be acceptable. And that seems to be shedding. And it is like, hold on for dear life, right? Because these things are transiting out. But what happens is we're distorted in there. Not to mention, you've got a couple other placements that let me know you've had some distortion in there of what you're thinking. Neptune has been in conjunction with your natal moon for a while. So you are like, well, what is this thing? What's happening over here? What is this belief? Where am I going? Where is this creativity going to fit in my life? But the beauty is that as you approach this second Saturn return, you get a whole new chapter. And instead of having to work on figuring out these heavier ideas, you've got a kind of a fresh start, but you've got a file cabinet full of BS that you've walked through already to use to kind of nurture that path. So I would be curious and ask you, is this a person or is this an idea? What's this heavier male presence that, it's a very big presence, right? Like this is like when I see the Saturn Pluto, I think of someone who was maybe in a position of, of power in, in some way.
2: I feel like it could be father, it could be idea.
1: Well, either way, you don't get to take either of them forward and you are working those out. Now I would love to explore for just a second, if you don't mind, and if you don't want this in the air, we'll take it out. But with this energy of the father energy, what what is that father energy? Was he a CEO? Was he the head of the? Was a what's what's the heavy component he's got there?
2: He was. Uh, he was very intelligent. He was the founding president of an international conference center. He you know, rubbed elbows with Eleanor Roosevelt and Kennedy and I mean he was and he was also challenging at home in a way that he was needed more he he was professional on the outside and needed nurturing inside the home. Like a like a boy almost.
1: Well, that sure made a nice long lasting impact that I think in the second chapter of life. He's
2: gone. He's long gone too.
1: Yeah. but And see, that's what's so interesting about coming into the second Saturn return is, right? Like, so you hit that first one where you officially reach what we call the age of spiritual maturity. So you officially become an adult at 30. And in that time, You made a transition away from some of that energy, but not at the spiritual, psychological level. You were not prepared to do that quite yet because you hadn't found who you were as an adult yet, right? Like, it's like, well, what's my creative path? What exactly do I want to do? Which is interesting because I think you've always wanted to have a well-defined career path. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. And so kind of elusive, huh? Yeah.
2: And it's it's a a little bit untethered sometimes.
1: Yes. Absolutely. So now, as you head towards the second Saturn return, the grieving will be done and the actual release will be done. And I don't know that you get a solid career path, but you're not carrying that set of tacos around, which is good for for you and everybody else. But now, so how do you survive the rest of this without being a lunatic? One of the things that I would tell you is that in the place of distortion, where you feel like you have confusion, where it feels like the emotions are the overwhelm, you are a part of the grouping of people right now who's really got to get into the reality. What is your role? We were just talking about this and what we're recording, so don't worry, you'll have some cosmic helpers coming on the way. But really, to make peace and to make this new foundation, um, you have to see where your role is. And sometimes we're not, sometimes the only part we still play is that we're still participating in an old belief. And since you've got such a psychological kind of clean-out happening right now, being willing to work with what you're being shown is going to be the time where you transform all of these outworn structures and systems by taking responsibility for how you're showing up in them now, right? And this is so true because all of your conjunctions are happening here in Capricorn and they're happening at a fundamental level in that fourth house. Now, one of the other things that I see too is that I don't know what you do necessarily in work. But I'm wondering if in this next chapter for you, you are also coming to your own rise of power and authority. And the fun part is you don't think so. You don't know. You have something to say. You don't know. You get to take your seat as the captain on this outside of you ship. It will have to do with work, though.
0: I just, the whole time you've been talking, Stormy, I've been thinking about something that Beck said before we started recording, which was, I wish I could spend all my time Studying astrology and learning and satisfying my curiosity. And so as you've been speaking, I've had this like could it be something in astrology? Could that be part of her path going forward? Seems like it would be. I mean, you obviously have a passion and 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 an unquenchable thirst and potentially that's part of the path. And I don't know if that resonates at all, but I just had to say it because it keeps like rattling around for me.
1: Well, I would be interesting to see what that is. I can tell you that just looking at your chart, for me, what comes up with whatever it is that you have to share and to give and to kind of take that authoritarian seat, you may have already lived it, right? Maybe your gig is helping and nurturing other people who've been where you're at already, um, it could also be I kind of just get this energy of like health and vitality and you're you're speaking nurturing into that or you're acting nurturing into that. If you ended up doing something with with food or how to nourish yourself, something like that, um, anything that has to do with giving that that power and that nurturing and that nourishment to people, but also helping them transition seems to be where you're gonna move toward.
2: Ah, no I, I feel like the nurturing part I mean if I could tie it all together uh, my creativity the the passion for astrology and I do I am interested in health and well-being and and um, good clean food and and nurturing others and helping others to uh, learn how to nurture themselves in whatever way if it's spiritually food, what have you but I, I have a lot of irons in the fire I, I do a lot of different things and it feels very untethered at the moment because I like everybody need to make money so um, I feel my old my I've had a career of 35 years actually doing hair and it's not feeding me and it hasn't been and um, and I also do photography and dance and drumming and so it, it's It's felt a little bit scattered, very scattered, actually.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It definitely looks that way. And so where I would point you to at this particular time to really work with the strongest energies in your chart, I would ask you just this month to maybe even get pinned to paper right it may just be the good old classic let's see it in black and white and figure out which things are the actual priority they all feel good and you've got that beautiful moon that is very creative but right now is the time to think of practicality and what you can do to help you with that is ask someone that you trust outside of you right say here's all the things that I do hunting fishing painting all of them put them down right which ones are practically able to support and sustain your life right now because remember, you, what you're working on right now is you are completely redoing these structures. So you're trying to create a new solid foundation for you, but you cannot take everything with you. And with that moon that you have, you want to, you're like, no, 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 I'll find a nook for everything and you won't, that's not the answer. So in this, you get to be creative and you get to be practical. Where's your middle ground? Go pen to paper, just put it down. And the nice thing about it is, I'm not asking you to write down anything you don't already know. This is all already in your wheelhouse. Write it down and see which ones can actually create a solid foundation for you. It's a very practical exercise, which amazed, I think.
2: Yeah. I mean, if I think about something like astrology, it feels overwhelmed. Like, I hate to say I'm too old to do it, but it feels like that would take years to be, to be good at that. But
0: Ah, Stormy, can you address that? Because we were just talking about it before we went live.
1: Yep. So based on your chart, you and based just on having that Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in your fourth house, you are good at systematic information. I knew that you are. So you feel like you need 100 years of learning, but you probably don't. So that was not my experience. I knew about astrology, but I didn't really start practicing until I got older. And I have students in my class right now who are older than you and are starting, right? So consider where that's a good, heavy practice for you that you can do something with. My God, you're sitting here with me and Amanda. We can show you how to do it online. We can show you how to do it in your community. We can show you how to do these things. But think about being systematically strong. And right now, I would tell you, don't worry about the learning. If you want to learn, go ahead and do it. But some of these other things, it is time to take them off the plate, at least temporarily. So I think right now, I would give you in the next 30, 60 days, the practice of what's the priority?
2: And what if, what if what's on the plate that needs to go off is actually making me money?
1: <laughs> well, for the time being, see, this is where astrology meets faith meets action. For for the time being, obviously, do not quit your job, not on any spiritual or practical realm. Is that evil? right? You're just like, forget it. The stars will take care of me. Don't do that. Keep that one for the time being. But I think there are some other things to review as well, right? There's just some other things. And the thing is that is categorized by this time in your life is it is ending and loss. It feels like loss. It feels like, but if I give this up, will I ever enjoy it again? Or who will I be if I give this up, right? If that's what the resistance feels like, probably the place to go.
2: Mm -hmm. And that is in the realm of career, the, 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 the giving up the loss.
1: Yep. So another thing you can do too, we've got heavy Virgo energy is information, right? If you're thinking, okay, I kind of am thinking I'm a lunatic and I should study and teach astrology. Good. Start asking questions, right? Besides the learning research, this is a wonderful research time because I did not think when I walked into my job that I had been successful at, that I was going to walk out and be a YouTube astrologer. And then I did So, and I was pretty sure I was going to starve and die and I clearly haven't missed a meal. So it is, I mean, you're certainly, you're certainly in a time where your whole structure is, you are going to have to meet a crap ton of faith, but you can do it with some information in your back pocket. But first things first, spend this time and see what the priorities are that can go because the ones that absolutely need your attention will brighten up then. Does that make
2: sense? Yeah. And it it is uh, just a funny little aside Went on my birth certificate, they actually put my middle name twice by accident, which happens to be Faith. They must have known I needed an
1: extra helping. You're going to need a lot, and I want to be clear for you and for our listeners as well that faith is a beautiful thing, right? It's a nice word, you can get a tattoo, it's lovely. But faith is simply a belief, right? It is a belief. So if we're going to really do something with faith, like light that bad boy on fire and see what it can do, it's got to be met with action, right? Because then you have the the perfect trio, faith, action, and trust. And we will not trust if there's no action to stand on that faith. It's just a belief. And how terrible is that to say, I have faith that it's all going to work out. And then you stand still and worry, right? So lots of faith. You got all the faith over there. <laughs> I just need some
2: action i have homework to do
0: yes you do and beck you need to please stay in touch with us and let us know how this all continues to work out for you um you can just like private message me in in the facebook group and in the inner circle group but we would love to hear how this starts to to crystallize for you
2: i will i will do that i will definitely
0: stay in touch Awesome, Beck. Thank you so much for being here, Stormy. Another brilliant segment. Thank you so much for your guidance and your wisdom. It's magical, actually, to just listen to what you, uh, listen to the insights that you are getting from that chart and how they are connecting with Beck exactly where she is. So thank you for sharing.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely.
0: For those of you listeners out there who are interested in getting your question answered, you can go to astrologyhub.com ask and submit your question there with your birth information and you will be considered for this segment on the show. And um, we would love to hear from you. So please check it out. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for being a part of our community. And thank you, as always, for making astrology a part of your life. We'll catch you on the next episode relationships putting your dreams into action your ideal career path what themes are up for you to explore this coming month find out now by downloading astrology hub's free lunar cycle calendar for next month the calendar gives you details on the upcoming week's cosmic curriculum including the theme mantras daily aspects and journal prompts you can use to work with the energy just go to astrologyhub.com calendar to get your free lunar cycle calendar now that's astrologyhub.com calendar
2: Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This
1: episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about
2: during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.